Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker's here as well as always. And Chris, why don't you start us off by giving us the weather? In Los Angeles, California, it's partly cloudy in 69. Houston, Texas, cloudy 72. Chicago, Illinois, it's snowing in 18. New York City, sunny in 32. Snow, 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 and more snow. Well, that's what happens in the winter, Nick. I'm glad that you were able to identify that. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Um, yeah. um, so I'm sure everyone knows by now that me and Nick, um, we live in two separate locations. And so we get on Zoom and talk for a little while before we record. And Nick had a big level thinking moment that I feel I cannot be forgetting about, and I think it needs to be brought up. I said a gown of paint costs $50. And Nick, what did you think of? So, about five minutes after he said this, from the moment he said it, my brain just started whirling in circles, like it always does, because my brain seems to move at a million miles an hour. And about five minutes into that windy road, I came upon the question of how many feathers does it take to equal a ton? And my question is, did you figure that out? Yes, I did, because I actually took the time to look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Since you looked it up, you might as well inform us. So it, the answer, okay, remember, it's 110.6 million the fact that someone actually measured that that's amazing <laughs> and then the fact that you actually looked that up is also amazing and the fact that i got there from you saying that a can of paint a gallon of paint cost 50 bucks so yeah. i just the point of bringing this up was i want everyone to understand what i have to deal with i'm sorry sir <laughs> i mean it's not even like how much does a gallon of paint way no it how many feathers does it take to weigh a ton in my defense how much does a can of a gallon of paint weigh was my original question and then it spiraled out of control <laughs> you're making it worse <laughs> You're never going to let me live this down either, are you? You know, you said this about 20 minutes ago, and I'm still in shock. And I'm trying to figure out mentally in my brain how you would get there, because sometimes my brain can be like that, but it's like an all-new level. And this is pretty much my everyday life, though. That's what you have to understand, is that at least once a day, usually more, I'll go off into completely separate tangents just from someone saying a random sentence. Like a gallon of paint costs $50. Exactly! (laughs) So, as does just about every other day it, uh, it makes me ask myself why did I go into business with you? Um, uh, 
You know, that's a good question. <laughs> yep, and I hopefully will find an answer someday. But, well, I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, I guess we should get into some news because for Monday morning, we got some news to cover. That we do. We have quite a bit, but we start off today with a bit of a COVID update. And uh, as of Friday, there have been 455,000 deaths in the U.S. due to COVID-19. 83,000 people tested positive on Thursday. Uh, This is a sign that cases are dropping. Uh, The total for the country is 26.2 million cases. Since the beginning of the pandemic, 10 million people have lost their jobs. And based off of last month, only 49,000 people returned back to work. Um, So we have a little correction for Monday, from our last Monday episode. We said that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, they applied for emergency approval. I misspoke. They didn't apply for it yet. It was anticipated that they were going to, but Thursday morning, they did seek the emergency approval, and they could see this approval as early as March. Um, The vaccination scale, 2.3% of the population is fully vaccinated, and 8.7% have received their first dose. The NFL is offering their stadiums to the federal government um, to serve as vaccination sites. A massive vaccination site opened at Yankee Stadium on Friday. More companies are offering incentives to their employees to get the vaccine. Um, This includes companies like Kroger, who are offering $100 for their employees to get vaccinated. Uh, The CDC said that they will be releasing guidelines for schools to reopen soon. No, Nick, I'm glad you brought that up because schools being reopened or schools staying closed has really turned into a national debate. And that is exactly what the third largest teachers union in Chicago is dealing with currently. The mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, says that they have spent over $100 million getting the schools ready to reopen from ventilation in the schools, masks, and other safety protocols. Now, Chicago Public Schools have said that if the teachers don't return by Monday, they will be locking the teachers out. A recent study shows that the stronger that the school union is, um, the less likely it is for schools to be opening at all this year. But that being said, San Francisco schools are being sued to reopen. Um, you know, there's just a huge problem going on right now with, you know, a huge battle with trying to get the schools to open, whether to keep them shut and expect to hear more about that as time progresses. Once the official guidelines are released from the CDC, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more to come from that. But transitioning, transitioning a little bit, a new government report says baby food from Happy Family, Beechnut, Earth's Best, and Gerber say that they are tainted with toxins that could cause permanent brain damage 
These findings come from an internal documents. So these toxins include heavy metals like arsenic, lead, cadmium, and mercury. Uh, the levels in these are higher than in other products. Uh, when you compare it to the government limits of things like this in bottled water, uh, you see 91 times the arsenic level, 177 times the lead level, and 69 times the cadmium level. The FDA is saying that they're working on ways to make it safer, but they also admit that more could be done to face this issue. Now moving into Washington, D.C. from here on out, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she has been removed from the two committees that she sat on, education and the budget. This comes after her beliefs in some conspiracy theories like 9-11 never happened, school shootings are staged, President Obama is a secret Muslim, Jewish space lasers started wildfires in California, President Trump won the 2020 election, and along with that she supported the killing of Nancy Pelosi and other Democrats. On Thursday night, she tried to backtrack on all the things that she had previously stated. Um, you know, tried to backtrack on all the things that we just mentioned. Uh, we have a bit of the audio from that right here, and we will play it now. Throughout 2018, because I was upset about things and didn't trust the government, really, because the people here weren't doing the things that I thought they should be doing for us, the things that I just told you I cared about. And I want you to know a lot of Americans don't trust our government, and that's sad. The problem with that is, though, is I was allowed to believe things that weren't true, and I would ask questions about them and talk about them. And that is absolutely what I regret, because if it weren't for the Facebook post and, and comments that I liked in 2018, I wouldn't be standing here today, and you couldn't point a finger and accuse me of anything. The vote to remove her from these committees was 230 to 199. And that is what we have for you on that. Moving into the most popular topic right now, stimulus. Everyone take a deep breath. We need to remind you of something that you may not like to hear. And we know it's confusing with all these congressional hearings, all these proposals. You know, there's just a lot going on. But let us make it very clear. The full stimulus package has not been passed into law yet. If you hear otherwise, they are wrong and stop listening to them. You will not see a stimulus check next week or the week after. The budget reconciliation, which we talked about in our Friday episode, that will probably take all of February to complete. Congress cannot just give you a stimulus, neither can the president. This is something that we've been saying since, you know, stimulus talks were happening way back last summer. Not to mention there is no guarantee on anything. That includes who qualifies, how much, dependents included, unemployment benefits, SNAP benefits, $15 minimum wage, funding for state and local governments, along with schools, winter moratorium, and Anything else you can think of that has been talked about, there is no guarantee that it's even going to be in the final bill yet. 
signed into law. There is nothing yet. We don't know the answer to any of this. No, no one knows what's going to go into it at this point. Um, you know, of course, times are tough right now, and a lot of people don't really feel like they have the time to wait uh, because they are under a lot of financial pressure, but there's there's just no deal yet. Nothing's finalized. Nothing's even really, you know, we're not even deep into the process at this point. Uh, the moment that we do start to get some real news about what's going to be in it and, you know, the amounts and all that, we, we will cover that. We will tell you about it, you know, so just make sure to just try and stay calm, try to wait it out, try to be patient, and we will tell you when crucial information about it does get released. Just like the Votorama, after 15 hours Thursday evening and into Friday morning, all the amendments were debated. The Senate passed the budget resolution, not budget reconsideration. They are not the same thing. The Senate passed along party lines 50 to 50. The vice president showed up around 5 a.m. to break the tie. This is not the end. This is literally the beginning of the entire process. Right. So a little bit about what happened during the votorama, though. Some amendments did have bipartisan support. This included small business relief, uh, stimulus checks, and vaccine distributions. Uh, some amendments that passed were very, very vague. Um, one that passed was basically saying that stimulus checks would not go to upper income taxpayers. Well, what does that exactly mean? You know, what, what, what is the actual definition of a high income taxpayer? Truth is, we don't know. We don't know at this point what that's going to look like. Uh, but the vote for this was 99 to 1. So if you're asking yourself what's next, the House needs to approve the Senate's budget resolution. 25 House and Senate committees will be formed, including President Biden's $1.9 trillion stimulus package, new amendments, another full vote in the House and Senate. Then we go through another round of the vote around it. So now we move forward and we have some news about Rudy Giuliani. Uh, he's being sued by Dominion Voting Systems. They file a defamation lawsuit. If you don't know who Rudy Giuliani is, he is President Trump's lawyer and former mayor of New York City. In the 107-page lawsuit, it accuses him of, quote, a virtual disinformation campaign about Dominion voting systems. The suit is for $1.3 billion. In Rudy Giuliani's response, he said, quote, they are just trying to scare the weak people, end quote. He goes on to say that this gives him the opportunity to investigate them fully. The lawsuit says their company was mentioned in his speech before the attack on the Capitol January 6th. So there is also information about another lawsuit going on. Um, Smartmatic filed a lawsuit against Fox News, three of their anchors, uh, Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell. Uh, the lawsuit in total is for $2.78 billion. 
Uh, Smartmatic CEO said that this was their only option because the allegations that they were facing threatened to put the company out of business. In the lawsuit, it says, quote, they needed a villain. They needed someone to blame. They needed someone whom they could get others to hate a story of good versus evil. The type that would incite an angry mob only works if the storyteller provides the audience with someone who personifies evil, end quote. Also in the lawsuit, they say that their employees have received threats and Fox has financial interest in calling for the fraudulent election. Fox News did respond and they said that the whole thing is just a political stunt. Alrighty, let's get into some rapid news and I will go first. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos is stepping down from his position as CEO at Amazon. Apple has put out an announcement saying that the magnets in the iPhone 12 could be potentially dangerous to pacemakers and medical equipment. Uh, They suggest to keep it at least six inches away from a pacemaker at all times. And if charging, keep it a foot away from medical equipment. Ready, Nick. Tell me some good news. I need some good news for this Monday morning to get me through. All right. So... A man adopted a German shepherd who had been at, <laughs> uh, who had been at a um, a shelter for six months, and you know this dog had trust issues and you know a few other things, but they seemed to bond very quickly. They became best friends. Um, she started following him around everywhere, and you know. He had gone through a fight with COVID and, you know, for a lot of that time, he couldn't even leave his bed and she just stayed by his side the whole time. Well, a little while after he recovered from COVID, he suffered from a stroke Um, and he was kind of trapped in the corner and wasn't able to move very much, but he managed to get his hand on the dog's collar and she essentially pulled him across the room so that he could get help. So this dog, yeah. So this dog essentially saved his life. Um, you know, he's recovering now he's in rehab. Um, they FaceTime pretty much every day. And, uh, in the article, it said that the dog literally tries to put her face through the phone. So, Oh, just kind this of something. Is exactly why I say we don't deserve dogs. Yeah, right. They're they're such amazing creatures, such amazing creatures. And um, in the art, you know, there was a quote from um the man who he basically said that you know since he had saved her from the shelter, uh, she then repaid the favor and saved him. That's amazing. I'll be I mean, completely grabbed down to the dog's collar and dragged them to the phone. Yeah, I'll be completely honest. When I was reading this article, I almost started crying. <laughs> I'm in pure. I'm in shock. Like the whole thing was so heartwarming. 
and so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm still in check over that a little bit. Yeah, Just it's, thinking it's about so it. crazy. Well, with that being said, that is the end of this Monday morning news episode. Make sure you read our Medium article for tomorrow. Nick is giving us a complete analysis of the great Super Bowl that happened last night. Are you happy about the results? Maybe, maybe not. But until tomorrow morning, make sure you follow us on all social medias. Links are down in the show notes. Follow us on Blind Boys Politics Twitter account for the latest breaking news 24 hours a day. But until Wednesday, see ya. Bye, guys.